basically we, you just spoke a lot about branding and how like to basically start up your brand um, but I feel like one thing that we really missed was like why should you care right yeah. um, for me yeah. like like really it's about brand equity mm-hmm. and it's the truth that the brand is worth money mm-hmm. um, and the brand can live beyond what you're doing right yeah and it's a, it's about the why why uh-huh. are you doing it and right. that's and that's the story and it's a it's the emotional connection that you create with the people that you're interacting with that Aren't creates you doing that. it always for the money yeah i mean i mean that, i guess that's basically what i just said but yeah um yeah like the the example i gave about coke was mm-hmm. just trying to to illustrate that uh, Coke is worth almost twice as much money right. just because of the brand equity. Yes. Yeah. So if you take the time and and put some into it, uh-huh. um, and you want to be in this for the long haul, it'll be it'll be worth your investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even if you're dealing with like really cheap cars, I mean a lot of it, like because a lot of the hosts, a lot of the markets for I think both Getaround and Turo. Uh, and that's, I think, a lot of people that don't have their own brand because if you're looking at hosts with more luxurious cars, more than one, basically, mm-hmm. but people who have like two, three, four, they usually have either their own rental companies mm-hmm. or they have some sort of brand recognition already because they, they already kind of went through it, right? right? But I feel like the majority of the market is going to be people who have like three, five, six, seven, ten cars yeah. that are all worth like a couple thousand dollars each, right? Right. So your value of like, you know, total value of like maximum $50,000, that's what one Porsche costs, right? <laughs> right. Well, so what's, where, where's the value? In, well, in, like, I you mean, can't really sell even, Yaris's. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to that, there's still a story there mm-hmm. and it's, it's the why. Okay. So like, for example, I could take some commodities that are not luxurious, that are just normal everyday items, like yeah. shoes. Yes. So you've got Tom Shoes, mm-hmm. and we all know they're an amazing company that gives back, but they just took something mm-hmm. that is just something everyone buys and is normal yeah. and not expensive, and they created the why they're doing it. Uh-huh. And so even like with what you just said, if someone has these cars and they're providing them as a means for someone else to make mm-hmm. money, yeah. that's a big deal, and that's right. a very good thing and a, and a giving back thing. Mm-hmm. So I believe that there's always a story and right. again if you only have two or three or four cars yeah it really doesn't make sense but if mm-hmm. you're up to 10 mm-hmm. um you can start you can start understanding the positive impact that you're having on mm-hmm. other people and kind of start defining that mm-hmm. and and maybe it'll lead to something later i mm-hmm. don't know if you start to grow or continue it yeah yeah um so where would you start if like when you have 10 cars like what, what, what do you what do you do How, what's the <laughs> what's the step-by-step like you can't really take pictures of your cars and like post them on an app like that's not exactly how it works like <laughs> like to define your brand right yeah um i mean it definitely probably starts with your profile photo on uh-huh. whatever platform that you're using okay because um, that's like the first visual piece someone's mm-hmm. going to see. The second part is it's going to be in your description, mm. probably about who you... Like, and I'm taking Turo, for example. Right. Like, you have yeah. a profile, and you have a name, and you have a description. Um, I, I'm i not sure how much people read the bio description. What do you think? I feel... Uh, so, and that's, that's my personal experience. Uh, the more expensive the car, the more they read. Okay. So, what I have found, mm-hmm. and I don't know about the bio, but like... 
um, our fleet of cars. So when we first started, I used to download all the marketing brochures for oh. all of the brands, and I oh. used to piece together this beautiful marketing copy <laughs> for, for every car. Uh-huh. And it would be, it would just be, I mean, I didn't write it, I was just piecing it all together, written by amazing marketers. Mm-hmm. And then Matt, you know, when Matt would upload a car, he'd be like, amazing, brand new Porsche, rent today. And that would be it. And it would take me, like, because we're so busy, so it took yeah. me, uh, like, maybe even a month to get to it. And then I realized that no one was reading. Mm-hmm. Like, it could totally say that one sentence, and someone was going to rent it just as much as if I spent the time and put all. So it kind of, you have to know where people are looking and why they're looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely just the basics would be that. The profile photo and your bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, do you go out, would you go out from there, like making business cards and leaving that with your customers and like making flyers and like things like this? It depends. I don't think you're going to get a lot of, um, you're not going to get a lot back from that. Mm -hmm. Probably business cards if you left it in the car. Mm -hmm. But I would say when you're running a smaller fleet, the more important thing is the customer service and your Mm -hmm. interactions Mm -hmm. with the customers. And Mm -hmm. that's where you're going to build your brand. Right. Because it's also about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically not yell at people. Yes. Even if they're total jerks. (laughs) Uh, Which sometimes happens. But I mean, yeah. And just trying to handle things professionally. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And like, so so basically from there you basically say that not a lot of people need to really worry about it until they reach a certain like level I of would like say a dozen so. cars or so yeah if you're I feeling guess, like, yeah at the point where you need street smarts is the point where you need a brand and your point you need like this whole like you're assi- you need an assistant you can't do everything on your own yeah and it's thing. maybe you don't need it but mm-hmm. if it's something that you're really pursuing and you mm-hmm. want to turn into something bigger i think that mm-hmm. it's definitely something that you need to consider mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even just you know if you're just a person on the app, I mean, everyone knows we have personal brands, yeah. and it could be like, well, Joe is like this amazing guy that has these Yaris's, then mm-hmm. I'm able to like make a living doing rideshare, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and so, so as a person, you can have that brand, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, here, let me know, obviously, if we can talk about it, but there were, you, uh, Lucy did pull out of Turo at some point, yeah. and that kind of like changed a lot of perspectives. Like, I'm not sure exactly how you guys are, what are you doing at this point? Yeah, I know, it's like the <laughs> elephant in the room, for yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, for sure. But, um, yeah, so what's... Um, like, what's the story there? Uh, I mean, not necessarily the story like of detail, but like related to the brand, I guess, because right. like, Lusu is still here, right? It's yes. not... Like it's survive. It's like it's not Ontario, but it's it's here physically. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so Luso is surviving. Um, the, the brand, and that's what we found is like we have a lot of really strong brand equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of assets, mm-hmm. and um, really, what we discovered is the the way we were doing it and working through Turo, mm-hmm. we had very minimal margins. Mm-hmm. And so to support me and my husband and yep. to operate a fleet of that size, yep. it was just not going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so the good thing, the thing, and I love car sharing and I love being a part of this disruptive market, right? Mm-hmm. Spending a year and a half like so deep in that, we have learned so much. Mm-hmm. So that's super valuable. Mm-hmm. But as far as maintaining the fleet, it's not something that we consider to be our long-term goals mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, because you did have a brand, you didn't like lose it all basically overnight. So right. I guess you you like spread your risk 
in yes, a sense. Yes, yeah. I guess we can call it. <laughs> yeah, so now it's like, okay, how do we, you know, disband the fleet, mm-hmm. keep the brand, and pivot into mm-hmm. a new direction? And mm-hmm. so I think because you have that brand equity and you're recognized in your field or mm-hmm. among your peers in mm-hmm. a certain way, then you are able to kind of shift and make that pivot in a new direction, and people mm-hmm. will understand and believe mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. like where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, for example, also going back to Luso, it's like, it's you, it's Matt, it's your other people that work with you, and like, it's it's, it's a lot more than just just a... Yeah, it's a huge operation, than, and so... Than, than Joe Schmo and... Yes, uh, exactly. And or something. Right, right, totally. <laughs> yeah, that just disappeared from day one to day two, yeah. I know, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think we kind of covered a lot of it in that sense. I mean, you spoke a lot earlier, mm-hmm. so that's good. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is like, where do you start, and how do you how do you go from there? So like, going at ten cars is pretty much where you start thinking about. That's it. what I would. St- and if you think this is a long term thing mm-hmm. that you want to continue doing, if it's just a short term goal, no. Um, like if you buy, and if you want to grow, yeah. mm-hmm. then it's something you should just start thinking about. If you, especially if you're up to ten cars, I would say. And, and again, you don't need a logo, and you don't have to have a brand name. Mm-hmm. You can just it can be yourself. But that mm-hmm. personal experience that you offer your guests mm-hmm. is where the brand lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess a lot of people have brands; they're just not aware of it. Yes, absolutely, Maybe. totally, absolutely. And I say, you know. People dress a certain way, and that's like part of their brand. And mm-hmm. something I didn't include in this presentation was just kind of like a punk rocker. Mm-hmm. Like he dresses a certain way, he listens to a certain kind of music. Like these attributes define who they are. And mm-hmm. so, even though you might feel kind of plain and regular, you definitely have these things that define who you are. And right. so, that really is your personal brand. Yeah. Like if you're wearing black, well, you're not wearing white. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>